Hey, welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. St. Ignatius said, the glory of God is man fully alive. Jesus said, it is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. This podcast is here to bring God glory through you becoming fully alive and you bearing much fruit or having powerful results in your life. I believe you can use your unique gifts and talents to change the world. If you listen to this show and read our blogs, you will be inspired to take your own journey of faith to become a man or woman who is fully alive, making an impact in the world around you. I interview people that I think are awesome that are doing that today to inspire and to challenge you. You can do the same. Let's get rolling. This week on the Kindling Fire podcast, we have Nico Peel. And he is the director of um, Ignite Movement. Is that right? Yes, correct. And I don't know why I blanked on that for a second. Director of Ignite Movement. It is a. Uh, uh, it's based actually out of Raleigh, Raleigh. Durham. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's a campus ministry. And uh, fill in the rest for us there. Yeah. So we're we're passionate about revival. We're passionate about seeing God move on college campuses and cities around America. So we. Uh, partner and plant with what we call revival communities, campus, uh, this campus ministries, and some are not on campus, some are young adult communities in cities, and we partner with them in building sustainable movements, uh, sustainable communities, and vibrant Jesus movements on their campus to awaken the bride on campus and to rescue the lost. So that's awesome. How long has the ministry been been around? So it's been five years. Wow. So. Um, the we we joke and say there's like four or five different stories of how we got started, but <laughs> so so it could be four or five years we've we've been in existence. Depending on which story. So so I've been to one of your conferences called the Drop. Yes. Um, and and there was it was just a phenomenal representation of campuses. Yeah. Uh, across the East Coast that I was aware of. Uh, name some of the campuses that you were you guys are working on today. Yeah. So we're we're present on. Several campuses across uh, the East Coast. Um, here in this region, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, yeah. NC State, Chapel Hill, Duke, Wake Tech, and then right. um, Clemson University, Georgia Southern University. Um, we have yeah. friends on campuses in Alabama, uh, University of Alabama, Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have friends in um, many campuses in Virginia from uh, CNU to yeah. Marion, Washington, uh, Liberty University. Uh, Lee University in Tennessee, and so yeah. so some of these communities are um, are friends, and and then some are official ignite communities. Yeah, that's awesome. So you have the uh, auspicious. I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for. Um, uh, See, that's not the word because I can't finish the sentence. Uh, you were the first time guest to come. You were the first guest I had, and now you're back. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so, so thank you for coming no, back. It's a joy. It's a joy. So uh, you have had a very busy summer, and the reason I wanted to bring you back is to kind of have you talk about some of the things that you've been involved in because uh, I think a lot of the people will be encouraged in what God is doing that they might not actually experience or know about because mm-hmm. of the circles they run in or whatever yeah. kind of community they're in. So uh, let's kind of just dive right into that. Awesome. So let's start with um, uh, the call Cleveland. Yes. So uh, that was uh, kind of midsummer. What was that July? I went, they say I don't even know when yeah, that I think was. it was towards the end of July. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. 
And so let's. So you were involved in that. So yes. tell it. Tell it. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, I, I'll start with a funny story. At the beginning, uh, well, on our way to to Cleveland was quite an adventure. Uh, I drove and, and met with a friend at uh, uh, the leading leading a, a amazing community at Virginia Tech, and so. I met him in, in Blacksburg, Virginia, and then we're driving to Cleveland on the way. We get a flat tire oh, nice. in the middle of the night in the mountains of West Virginia. <laughs> oh so, it's like remote, remote. <laughs> and so it took hours to get it fixed. Of course, you know, all the shops were closed down at that time. And so it was a venture getting there. And then on our way, our GPS, we, we, we were halfway there, and then our GPS leads us back and we didn't recognize it so we're heading back towards west virginia (laughs) you just had opposition it was so much opposition and so we were supposed to get there 11 p.m that night we ended up getting there 9 a.m the next morning wow and um but um on our way it was just amazing time just with the lord and our time of just prayer and seeking the lord and and personally as i was driving there like the lord was speaking to me about sons 110 in Psalms 110, it talks about the Lord stretching forth his hand out of Zion, and as a result, um, that young people will volunteer freely in the day of the Lord's power. And, uh, and so I was just being wrecked by that reality. And of course, the call Cleveland, uh, Lou Engel, who, who leads the call, um, yeah. Psalms 110, has been a part of his storyline for, for many years. Yeah. Um, and so the Lord was just really ministering to me uh, concerning that. And so being at the call Cleveland, it was amazing to see so many uh, young and old people together worshiping Jesus. It was such a powerful, yeah. powerful event and, and so much hope in my heart. Mm. You know, for America, like the Lord was just stirring hope and faith uh, that, mm. that that He is doing. Uh, I know there's so many other n- uh, negative narratives out there of what's happening in our nation, yeah, as, you, sure. as you see the increase in social and racial tension. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there is another narrative that God is on the move, and yeah. and just seeing passionate people believers contending for revival, contending for awakening, also yeah. not only just contending, but also being activated to live the gospel, um, just really stir faith you know, in my heart. It reminds me of that scripture where, um, and I can't recall it directly, but it basically, the Lord said, there will, there's a remnant. Yeah, yeah. There's always a remnant. There's mm. always, always. And everybody, you know, they think, oh, my church is dead or... You know, this this awful things are happening. The Lord is always saying, "There's always a remnant." Yeah, so good. I always have a remnant yeah. of people that will go after me. Mm, come on, you know Malachi one eleven is a is a core uh, scripture for our community. Yeah, it says, in, "In every place, my name will be great, and fragrance of of pure worship mm. uh, will arise to me, uh, day and night." And, and that was a response of a, a corrupt priesthood who, at mm. one point, were really faithful and diligent in serving the Lord. Yeah. Uh, and then they begin become really lazy and beginning to give half-hearted worship, you know, where they were supposed mm. to offer lamb and sheep and without spot, spot or, or yeah. blemish, they begin to 
put lame sheep on the altar or blinded sheep, you know, yeah. and, and out of that, the Lord responds. He says, you know, I'm going to have a people from every place that mm-hmm. that's going to worship me with a pure offering. Mm-hmm. And it was really a response of like, I'm going to have those who worship me in spirit and truth. And so, yeah, and good. so there's always those who are really going after the heart of the father. And so, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I was so encouraged to see that at, in, in Cleveland. And that's cool. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So now the the next trip actually I was I'm super excited to talk to you about. So um so you were in uh, Addis Ababa, uh, yes. Ethiopia. Yes. Uh with our good friend Eddie Evans. Yes. <laughs> and uh and I uh yeah, so when I uh, back to our first podcast and the mm-hmm. first time we met that was you. I was like, "Well, what do you have a heart? You know, you have a heart. Yeah. We were at a missions event. Do you have a heart for mission? Oh, I got a, you know, for the Horn of Africa. It's like, oh, I know somebody. <laughs> and so we ended up, you know, kind of meeting up. And so I am thrilled that I haven't talked to you at all about it. Yeah. And uh, so, how was that experience for you? Yeah, I mean, it was it was life changing. You know, it was I believe it was a week or two weeks after Cleveland. And so yeah. So the call of Cleveland, the Lord is stirring faith in in my heart for America. Yeah. Then I have this encounter with Psalms one ten about young people volunteering freely in the day of the Lord's power. And the Lord was connecting in my heart, he was connecting mm. the the awakening in America and to, to global evangelization mm. and uh and his heart for the nations of the earth. And so then, you know, a few weeks later being in Ethiopia, which Ethiopia is such a, a beautiful place. Yeah. Um and it's, it's a place full of, of young people. Like mm. I, I believe seventy percent of Ethiopians are under the age of thirty. That is yeah, incredible. yeah, and so it's a nation hungry for God. Um, of course, the evangelical charismatic movement there is is really young. Of course, the Orthodox Church has been yeah. there for years. Yeah. Um, the evangelical movement has been around for like sixty years. Yeah. in Ethiopia. Yeah. So, so that that expression is really is really new in in the nation. Um, yeah. And so, so I had an opportunity to, to to minister to a lot of young adults, a lot of college students, mm-hmm. um, and we just did some foundational teaching on prayer and hearing the voice of God and yeah. and evangelism. And uh, it was, I mean, it was honestly, it was, it was, it was, um, I, I honestly don't have words. I mean, it was, it was yeah. amazing seeing how God moved, not only how God moved, but also what he did in my own heart, you mm-hmm. know, personally, you know, I experienced so much um, uh, personal uh, deliverance in my heart, you wow, know, in, in so many different areas and, uh, yeah, and, and just, you know, being, you know, being completely honest on my way to, to Addis, yeah. to Addis Ababa in Ethiopia. Um, you know, I was tired, you know, I've been traveling all throughout, yeah. you know, a lot through the summer. I'm, I'm so tired. Weary. Yeah. Ministry there's weary. A, there's some, such a thing. There really <laughs> ministry is. weary. Um, so <laughs> I was refresh and, re- and break. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I was going there, you know, initially with the mindset of, you know, I have to, you know, you know, be prepared and yeah, ready. Right, yeah, and, sure. and I felt like the Lord was saying, no, it's like, I just, just want you to be a son. I want you to rest, you know? And, uh, and so I'm on the plane and I, I'm resting and I, and, uh, and, I, and there, as I get there, I'm on my way there, I'm reading the passage and I believe it was Acts 8 or Acts 9 about the Ethiopian eunuch, mm. um, with, uh, Philip the evangelist yeah. who, uh, who, who was in a vibrant movement of, uh, a vibrant revival in Samaria. And the Lord tells him to, to leave this, this, I mean, the kingdom of God was crashing in, in Samaria. Uh, and the Lord tells him to leave and to go, I believe, north. 
north. And so he goes north. Mm-hmm. And, and as he goes north, he encounters this Ethiopian eunuch. So the Lord sends him out of this vibrant revival in Samaria to go to stop for the one. And so he, he, he stops this Ethiopian eunuch. And the Ethiopian eunuch is reading scripture. And Philip looks at the Ethiopian eunuch and said, do you know what you're reading? And he says, he says, I don't. I don't know what I'm reading. Like, who is it that this prophet is talking about? And then Philip begins to tell him he, he's talking about Jesus. And he begins to introduce Jesus to him. And the Ethiopian eunuch says, you know, I, I want this, this Jesus in my heart. I want this Jesus in my life. So he accepts Jesus in his heart and he gets baptized. And and then, you know, Philip disappeared from Scripture. And as I was on my way to Ethiopia, I felt like the Lord was saying, you know, I, I just want you to serve. What Philip did is he served this Ethiopian eunuch into his destiny, into his calling. And I felt the Lord was saying, Nico, I want you to serve uh, the people of Ethiopia into their destiny, into their calling. And so so I'm going into Ethiopia, and, I mean, they have so much stuff lined up, speaking, worship, gatherings. And, um, and so the... The first worship gathering um, there, uh, I remember going in the back and sitting on the floor and just asking for the Lord to, to give me his tears for Ethiopia, to give me his heart uh, for, for the people uh, of Ethiopia. And um, and I had this this incredible moment with the Lord that, um, that just really marked my heart. And I believe it's a long-term relationship with Ethiopia and the people of Ethiopia from this encounter. Um, so I'm, I'm on the floor and I'm asking the Lord, Lord, give me your heart. Give me your tears for Ethiopia. And I have this, this, um, this vision, you know, um, you know, Acts 2 talks about um, in the last days, the Lord pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Yeah. And, and, you know, old men will have dreams and young men will have vision. And so have, they'll be sleeping and the men, the young men will be awake. <laughs> that's the side. You know, yeah. 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 I, <laughs> I always say, I always say, you know, if you have a vision, doesn't mean you're spiritual. It just means you're young. You know, the young man will have vision, so I'm still young. <laughs> so, uh, so I have this, I have this vision where I see all of these young people. I mean, I, I'm sitting there and I'm watching in, in the natural. I'm seeing these young people worshiping Jesus, and I close my eyes and I, and I see hundreds of young people worshiping Jesus, and and as I'm seeing this, I'm feeling and sensing Psalms 110 where the Lord stretches out his hand, his, his scepter over uh, out of Zion that causes young people to volunteer freely in, in the day of the Lord's power. So as I'm, so, I, so in this vision, I see hundreds of young people worshiping Jesus. And then I see the father stretch out his hand. And as he stretches out his hand, I begin to see all these young people begin to bend and hold their stomachs and begin to cry out to the Lord. Caduce, caduce. Do you know what that means? I don't. What, what it could do to me? Holy, holy. And, and, uh, and they would when they they would get overwhelmed with the spirit of God in Ethiopia, they would bend over and they go caduce, 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 wow. which is uh, uh, Amharic for holy. Wow. Well, so I didn't know that. Wow. Come on. Well, in the vision, I see them bend over, I've holding their that. stomachs. I've seen that. Wow. I've seen them do that. Wow. Come on. Yeah, that's uh, that's just part of what I'm going to share. Whoa, go, I'm, I got whoa. more. I'm going to keep going because I've got something. I'm keep going. Uh, so, so I have this this encounter, and I'm, I'm seeing these these young people bent over, holding their stomach, uh, being gripped by heaven. And as they're being gripped, uh, 
I, I sense that the Lord is gripping them to send them out. In the rest of Psalms 110, it says they'll be like the awakening of the dawn, you know, the awakening of the dawn. And they'll be dressed in holy garments, dressed in holy array, the light of God. And so um, so the Lord just, uh, and he reminded me of, of, of Abraham and Melchizedek. Abraham sowed this, uh, was obedient to the heart of the Father, uh, and he sowed this seed into Melchizedek. And as a result, we read in Hebrews that that Levi, that the, the Levi tribe, which has this incredible uh, privilege and responsibility to minister to the Lord, it says that they receive this inheritance because of Abraham's obedience and gets sowing this seed, this offering to Melchizedek. And I felt like the Lord was saying, just like Philip, this power evangelist, Philip, sow the seed of the gospel into this. Ethiopian unit, which rep- represent one who is set apart, who sows the seed of the gospel into this Ethiopian unit, and just like uh, uh, Abraham, uh, Levi received this inheritance because of Abraham's obedience, that Philip the evangelist is going to receive an inheritance of hundreds of thousands of Philip-type young evangelist revivalists being sent out of Ethiopia into the nations of the earth because of his obedience and sowing the seed of the gospel into Philip, I mean, into uh, the Ethiopian eunuch. And so my, so I believe there's a, there's a, a, a mission call on the nation of Ethiopia. It is a very young nation of, of um, young nation as far as age yeah, of, yeah. of fiery young people yeah. who are hungry for Jesus. And so I believe we're going to see an amazing movement, a mission movement out of that country. And so, so I'm excited. And, and my heart is after that encounter, you know, it is a part of one of my lifelong prayer assignments, is just praying the dreams of the father of Ethiopia until it becomes a reality in the earth. Yeah. Hey, I want to take a quick break in the conversation and tell you something cool that the Kindling Fire is doing. Stop looking for signs and wonders and become a sign and a wonder. So many people are wowed by words of knowledge or prophecy or healing or other supernatural things. But the foundation of all of that is who you are. God wants to make who you are a sign and a wonder. Your marriage, your family, your parenting, your career, your private life that nobody else sees. Let all that become a sign and the wonder that God expresses to the world. And then the, the supernatural stuff He can layer on top. I want you to sign up for the seven-day devotional called Become a Sign and Wonder. I will go through scriptures to help you grow that foundation so that whatever He gives you that wows people and that is a sign your life will be the best, most impactful sign, and it will be the one that lasts the longest. Sign up today. To sign up for the seven-day devotional, become a sign in wonder, go to thekindlingfire.com slash wonder. Uh, the year is 1998, mm. 1999. I'm in seminary. And, um, and this is before Eddie goes to Ethiopia. This is before any of this. And I'm reading um, um, Acts 6, 7, and 8. And I'm in seminary. I'm learning about missions. And, and the Lord speaks to me and basically says, this is a model for missions. Mm. So what is it? It's the coming alongside what I'm already doing. Mm. Come on. And, and so basically I ended up spinning up a, a missions organization called Philip Ministries International. Wow. No way. <laughs> 
that, that basically the model of Philip Ministries International was to come alongside what God was already doing mm. as a model. Yes. God's already doing something, and by the Holy Spirit, being led by the Holy Spirit, you come alongside it, you serve it, you bless it, and it's for, but it's, it's God is God. You know, wow. the, the, the God will build his church. Okay, now that happened in 1998. Whoa. God, um, through multiple uh, got Eddie to a point somewhere in the t- early 2000s where he's like I just feel God is calling me to Ethiopia mm. I'm like really he's like God's calling me Ethiopia I'm like huh that's that's really interesting you know I've got this whole thing you know with this Philip Ministries and yeah. and so I ended up so he ended up going there as an evangelist and then he eventually becomes a pastor in 2007 this would have been when the call happened in Nashville this is right before the call happened in Nashville um, right after the call, Nashville in 2007, I go to uh, Ethiopia. Actually, it would have been uh, 10 years this month. Hmm. So I go to Ethiopia and I preach. Uh, and what I preach is um, God wants you to be fruitful. Hmm. And the, the, the eunuch is a spirit over the, over the nation. It's a one-generational spirit, meaning just me and God, my generation, my big churches, my movement. And I basically went there and said, the Lord wants children. Mm. He wants the, the, that movement to turn their hearts to the children, invest in them so that they become more powerful, more anointed, more, they accelerate the next generation. Wow. And that was the word that I, that I gave them. And then the last thing I'll say is... Um, I have two more things. I got a word. This is one of these like prophetic things where the Lord will speak something, and then like years and years later, He'll speak something else, and then years later. Well, in this case, I got the word rose, and I was like, I have no idea. You know, rose, I don't know what it means, but it has something to do with Ethiopia. I don't know. So then while I was there in 2007, we met a guy. Uh, we were at a, uh, we were taking a break, I think, in a steam room, and we were sitting across <laughs> from this guy, and we just started talking to him. And it turns out that he is the second largest rose exporter in the entire nation. Mm. And we we're like, and the Lord said, "I want the fragrance of what I've done in this nation exported." Wow! Wow! Okay, that was the first thing. Then this this happened in the last year I started looking at is this symbolic well it turns out that the rose industry in the last 10 years has been one of the major primary uh, sources of revenue to the Ethiopian wow. country wow uh, flower the floral industry mm-hmm. and I felt like the Lord was saying it is this is a gift that I've given mm-hmm. to this nation mm-hmm. but it's also if you look at it it's a it is an export revenue so they are exporting this mm. to the nations wow. and it's symbolic wow. of what God wants to do mm. the last thing I'll say is a year ago I'm running on the trail around here and I keep praying God make Ethiopia as famous as Korea as a mission yes, sending yes. nation make Ethiopia yes. as famous as Korea as a mission sending nation I just praying it and praying it and praying it and praying it and I call Eddie and I said Eddie I just want to let you know I'm praying that Ethiopia will become as famous as Korea as a miraculous mission-sending yes, nation. Come on, come on. And then, and that was the day I called him because Ethiopian calendars and years are all whack, right? Yeah. They're diff- They're not whack. They're dip. They're original. We maybe we got our <laughs> calendars wrong. But I call him and he's like, "Hey, you're calling me on New Year's Eve. I'm mm. about to preach, and uh, yeah, I've been thinking about doing a missions conference." Yes. 
And so he now so that that's whatever however months ago he just called me in the last month and said we've sent our first missionaries yes. out of our church. Yes. To the southern part of Ethiopia and I think it's just the beginning. Yes. Come so on. So all of that is Lord. to say that God's heart mm. is for that nation. Come on. He loves so that true. nation and, and that fire they are the fire some of the Fiereest people I've ever met mm. in the Lord. They mm. are fire. They're Come like on. living fire. Come on. That that's it's gonna it's God's gonna do it. Come on. Yes. So I just <laughs> want to encourage you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. yes. Wow. <laughs> and encourage anybody else that if you have a heart for this, it's gonna happen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, so, you know, I was there. I was sensing that you know, the Lord was reminding me about Korea while I was there, and uh, and of course. Korea is wanting the the have sent yes probably more missionaries out just within yeah. since their the revival um, that happened there and I was sensing the same thing so you know it's just so encouraging to hear yeah God's wow. God, God is Lord. up to something Praise and 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 so I anyway thank you Jesus that just pumps me up <laughs> it's crazy all right so let's talk about you just came back from awaken the dawn like yes. literally this weekend yes so so what is it a lot of some people don't know what yeah, it was yeah. and then just tell us a little bit about kind of what your experience was there yeah so awaken the dawn um was a gathering so awaken the dawn has been a conference for many years my uh, dear friend uh, david brashaw from uh, fredericksburg virginia um it's a conference it's the uh, prayer furnace yeah fredericksburg prayer furnace okay. Yeah, and so he's been doing Awaken the Dawn for for years, for yeah. many years, and it's been a conference, and I believe they've uh, have hosted it in different cities throughout Virginia, um, and the Lord has really just have like gripped his heart over the last few years about a gathering, a national gathering in the mall of, in the mall in D.C., yeah. and um, so uh, so he went for it, and uh, and the Lord just gave them amazing. Uh, um, just strategy from heaven uh, and a vision of seeing 50 tents on the mall representing 50 states. And then they had other tents, regional tents. Um, and so, so you had, um, you had worship teams stewarding 24 hour prayer for three days, uh, uh, on the National Mall in D.C., wow. representing every uh, state in the nation, mm-hmm. and um, it was it was so powerful. I mean, uh, there were so many moments of just standing in awe. Honestly, you know, they had the fifty tents uh, going, going, twenty uh, four hour worship, and and then during the night they will have these main sessions where everyone will come together, mm-hmm. um, and so you have you know. You know, thousands of people on the mall in D.C. And so it was, I mean, there was this moments where I, I just stood and just like, just honestly, just like standing <laughs> and saying, God, like, this is amazing. This is incredible that I get to stand in the, 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 the nation's capital and to cry out. You know, for America and the crowd for the nations of the earth, you know, and and every every moment was significant. You know, every prayer mm-hmm. uh, uh, moment or prayer topic mm-hmm. was significant. Even in my heart, I'm like, you know, I, I want to contend for this. Every every single thing that was being prayed for, there was many things we prayed yeah, for. Yeah. But I, I want to be able to tell my children that you know, I stood on the mall contending for revival in our nation, contending yeah. for justice in our nation. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, it, I mean, it was it was mind blowing, and that's, I the cool. you know, 
of course, in, in the Old Testament, when they, you know, their sacrifices were, were animals and, and you can imagine them putting, catching the, setting fire to the, to the sacrifice and the smoke and the fragrance being, yeah. you know, and you see that analogy a lot in, in the, throughout the Bible about our mm-hmm. prayers and things being like incense, worship. Yeah. And then, of course, in New Testament, uh, it talks about, you know, that we give God the sacrifice of our praise mm-hmm. and, and the fruits of our lips, you know, and, and I can only just imagine like in the spirit, it's like, it's like sweet fragrance to the father. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm walking through, you know, the mall in DC and seeing all of these tents, um, and side by side and people from each of these States worshiping Jesus, I was like, wow, like, I imagine Washington D.C. smells really pretty good to the <laughs> Father right now. You know? <laughs> There's like smoke arising everywhere, yeah. you know, of this sweet fragrance representing every mm-hmm. state in our nation. I mean, just so beautiful, and I, you know, I, I feel like it was a, it was a historical moment for our nation, yeah. um, and I it was it was an honor to be there. Yeah, it's an honor to be there. That's yeah. cool. So you are. Um, your ministry and then yourself are getting ready to step into sort of uh, sort of setting the table for the Lord, if you will, mm-hmm. um, uh, in, a, in a conference that's coming up yes. uh, called The Drop. Uh, so tell us a little bit about kind of what what is it and yeah. what's your heart behind it? Who, you know, just some details. Yeah. About, yeah. yeah. So The Drop Conference is a conference that we do every year. This is our fourth year doing it. It's our fifth year doing a national conference. It's our fourth year doing The Drop. Yeah. Um, and the, the heart of The Drop um, is really to, to connect a generation to what God is doing uh, nationally and globally in the prayer movement and worship movement and missions movement. Yeah, and so, so we bring in these national, international voices yeah. that really represent uh, you know, the global prayer movement, the global worship mm-hmm. movement, the global missions movement. Mm-hmm. And so this year, um, the Lord's been speaking to us since the beginning of the year. He's been speaking to us about just the significance of the, the, the day and the time we're living in. Um, of course, you know, just watching the news over the last few years, two years, just this year, uh, we can we can realize there's a lot of problems in our nations. There's a lot of uh, wounds that... Um, uh, that haven't been healed. That is, is where we're seeing it beginning to surface up and yeah. arise, and, and so, uh, and we're seeing a lot of uh, narratives and voices beginning to mm-hmm. speak into how to respond to the social and racial uh, mm-hmm. conflict in our day in our nation, and. Um, Unfortunately, uh, I feel like the church has been silenced in some of these mm-hmm. areas, and and uh, I feel like it's a time for for the church to rise up and to and and to be the light of the world, to be mm-hmm. that city on the hill, to be the salt of the earth. And so, so the theme of this year's conference is conference is the time is now. I believe we're entering into a time where. We're, we're, we're not just praying, but we're becoming the answers to our prayer. Um, but yeah, at the same time, we're still praying. We're, we're not graduating from prayer to do missions. It's like it's prayer. It's, it's we pray and we go, we go and we pray, we pray and go. It's just like there's no tension in God's heart yeah. between prayer and missions. And so that's what we're trumpeting. We're trumpeting mm-hmm. the call to to uh, to go and, and to build and to share the gospel and to be the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, 1 Corinthians 5, 5, it says that it is through us that God may his appeal to men and that he's put the ministry of reconciliation inside of each of us. And so, you know, I walk college campuses uh, throughout, throughout our nation and, and, 
And, uh, and I, I see students who are just hungry for Jesus. And we, we go up to students and we share the gospel. And I mean, it always just blows my mind of, of, uh, of how they respond to to the gospel and how they respond mm-hmm. to Jesus. And just the thought of, you know, if, if we were not walking in simple obedience and following the voice of the mm-hmm. Father to reach out to these students, like, I mean, I mean, you encounter a student and their entire day changes, you know, because you walked in simple obedience. Yeah. You know, I, I believe Jesus defined revival on uh, Matthew 5 when he says, I only do what I see the Father do. And his obedience to the Father's voice created divine moments for those who was around him, you know. Yeah, yeah. And their, their entire day, their entire life changed because of mm. Jesus' obedience to the Father's voice. And so that's what we're calling. Simplify it. I yeah. mean, that's really, yeah. it's just, it's, it's not super complicated. Yeah. So that's true. Good. So true. <laughs> and so that's what we're calling generation two to walk in simple obedience to the Father's voice. Yeah. The time is now. The Father is always speaking. Mm-hmm. His thoughts for us outnumber the sands in the earth. Yeah. That's I mean, almost almost unthinkable of like of yeah. of that reality. And so that means he has a lot of th- a lot of stuff to say. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's man. saying a lot of things about yeah. our lives and people's lives. And so we want to be we want to tap into the heart of the Father, you know, that yeah. we that we share his thoughts with, with those who are walking, who who uh, who who in the business of life and the volume of life is so loud yeah. that they don't hear the Father's voice and you know and that we 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 go and we share the good news of who he is and his love for them. Yeah. Um, I believe there's no better time than now for us to be the answer, to be the light, to be the salt, to be that city on the hill. Yeah, and so, that's uh, so that's what we're calling generation into. So, uh, so if people want to go, what do, what do they do? Yeah. So, like, where is it? Where they, yes. Is there, yeah. And so, the conference is in Raleigh, okay, North Carolina. Well, technically Durham, North Carolina, okay. uh, at Catch the Fire Worship Center. It's okay. a location. Uh, it's it's October the twenty seventh and the twenty eighth. That's Friday night, okay, and Saturday. All right. Uh, if you want to to register, you can register on our website www.ignite MVMT, that's the abbreviation for movement, dot com. Okay. And you can find all the information there. We have incredible people joining us. We have Alan Hood from International House of Prayer in Kansas City. Yeah. Um, we have Nancy Wilson, who's the Global Ambassador for Crew Campus Crusade. Yeah. Um, we have uh, Eddie James, incredible worship leader. Yeah. Um, Jess Ray and Amber Brooks are both local worship leaders here. And um, we have United Pursuit joining us for yeah. worship. Yeah, big deal. And, uh, and then we have um, incredible revivalist couple, uh, Sean and Krista Smith. Mm-hmm. Um and they really carry this revival now message. And so there's going to be some activation and hearing the voice of God and sharing the gospel. So it's going to be amazing. We also have a special high school session led by some amazing um, uh, leaders who are leading incredible high school movements yeah. across across our nation. So so if you're listening to this and you're on the East Coast, yes, come. Come. <laughs> East Coast America. Yes. We come, believe come. God is going to encounter every person yeah. who comes. Yeah. And so that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for and, having me. And uh, I, I am, uh, I am thrilled mm. what God is, mm. what God is doing. Mm. Um, it's just, uh, it's encouraging. You know, just to back to what we were talking about. There's always a remnant. God is always on the move. The kingdom is always advancing. This is true. Yeah. And uh, and just uh, you, you're kind of a, a testimony mm. of of uh, this is true and it's and it's happening across generations you know that wow. I, I will add one piece is that the um, you know the funny thing was is when the Lord said um, you disciples 
pray to the Lord of the harvest that that he raises up workers because so you know the need um, see I'm not going to be very good it's the, the workers are uh, what's the scripture yeah, for, for the, the, the harvest is plentiful the harvest is plentiful the but the workers are few yeah the labors are few and Jesus I think in, with a twinkle in his eye said you pray for the Lord to raise up harvests <laughs> and, and then in Isaiah you know Isaiah 6 says uh, God speaks says uh, who will go for us mm. and Isaiah says here my Lord send me so a lot of times when we're sitting there saying, Lord, I pray for you to raise up harvesters, I think the Lord's like, really? You're praying that? Yeah. What about you? Yeah, come on. You know, what we, about you? Yeah, come on. <laughs> you know, we, were, we, we have prayer every morning in our office, and um, every Thursday we pray for missions and for yeah. the nations of the earth. And we had one guy there who was praying, and uh, he was as he was praying, he was like holding his belly, and he was like bend over just crying for the Lord. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And uh, and then after prayer time, he uh, he said, he says, Nico, like I, and this is, this guy is it's an older guy. I'm probably in his like late fifties. And he yeah. says, he says, um, as I was, as we were praying for the nations, I heard the Lord says, it's time for you to go to the nations. Come on. And so it was in that place. That's what happens in the place of prayer. The Lord sends us, you know, and we become the answer to our prayer. And so, yeah, that's yes. look. I just my encouragement <laughs> to everybody: it's never too late. It's, it's never, never too, too late. early. Yes. God is. God can equip us. God yes. can make a way. So why don't you uh, start us out in prayer and I'll end us up. Yeah, okay? Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this time. We thank you for every person who's listening to this podcast. Yeah. Father, ask whether you'll meet them where they are right now, Father. Jesus, that you encourage their hearts, Lord, and you will stir uh, a passion, your desire for the nations. Lord, I just pray for an impartation of faith to see revival in the nations of the earth. And I believe there's many people who are listening to this podcast right now who um, who are feeling a stirring in their hearts for the nations? And I feel like the Lord is saying that uh, that do not, don't fear, do not worry, don't worry about provision and and finances that He is going to provide. And only thing He just requires from you is a yes, and He will. He is provision, so He will provide uh, the, uh, the provision for the vision. And so, Father, I thank you for everyone who's listening, uh, Jesus, that you will uh, touch their hearts today, Father. Yeah, with your burning, fiery love for the world. In Jesus' name. Lord, thank you, Lord God, that you want to include us, Lord, when he said, who will go for us? God, thank you that you you include mm. us. You give us opportunity to participate in your miraculous, mm. redeeming, um, just pushing back the darkness and, and yes. presenting the light. Uh, God, thank you we get to do that. And so, Lord God, I pray in Jesus' name, Lord, uh, just Lord, hear my send me. Yes. Lord, Lord, he, Lord, we just pray in Jesus' name, Lord, as as even those that are listening, Lord, that we would say, Lord, here are we, here are we. Yes, send yes. us, Lord. No matter how old, no matter how young, God, around the corner, uh, around the world, God. Yes. God, yeah. and I want to say, and I come in agreement. I want to thank you so much for the encouragement that Nico has brought to my spirit. You will make Ethiopia. A yes. great sending nation, yes. and it will be as famous as Korea. And I pray in Jesus' name that I will live to see the day of the fruit of that in the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, it will happen, God. 
And I just love that you're including us as a part of that yes, equation, God. Yes. That we just come alongside what you're already wanting to do. Thank you, God. And that amazing nation, Lord. Thank mm. you for what you're doing in America. You will be raising up a powerful student missions yes, movement like yes. the days of old. That will happen as well, God. Mm. We come in agreement with you on that. What amazing days we're living in, God. It is an honor. It is yes, a privilege. Thank you, Lord. Encourage all of our hearts and help us that are listening, Lord God, to know those next steps in pursuing you by faith with all of our heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you were encouraged. If you would like more information about The Kindling Fire, just go to thekindlingfire.com. You know, the podcast is only one-fourth of all the cool stuff we've got going on. Uh, We have a seven-day devotional called Become a Sign and a Wonder. It's a video devotional that I send directly to your phone through Facebook Messenger. Uh, You can find out information about that at thekindlingfire.com slash wonder. Uh, Also, guests that come on the show are blogging every single week that I get to deliver directly to your inbox or through Facebook Messenger. Go to the website. You can find more information there and the blog. And the last thing we have is for entrepreneurs or anybody else that is starting something. Uh, it's called the 30-Day Firestarter Challenge. Uh, there you can, you'll get 30-second videos for 30 days of inspirational quotes and scriptures that will really help get your fire started as you are trying to create and start something um, in your life. Thank you so much and be awesome.